Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danker, Timothy Go, and Chua Tian Tian. It's time now for Culture Club. You know, earlier this month, Forbes released its eighth annual 30 under 30 Europe list. And what's interesting is one Singaporean chef made his way to that list. This uh, 28-year-old culinary maestro at a two Michelin star restaurant is the first and only Singaporean to have made it to the list under the arts and culture category. He's also the first Singaporean to be featured in Forbes 30 under 30 Europe since the list was uh, introduced about seven years ago. He's on the line right now all the way from Norway. Matthew Leong, executive chef, two Michelin star restaurant arena matthew good afternoon how are you yes i'm very good how are you very good sir thanks so much for taking the time i know you're all the way in norway and you're helping put singapore on the culinary world map i'd like to first talk about this uh, forbes 30 under 30 europe 2023 list how are you feeling about the accomplishment of making it to the list I feel extremely honored to be the first and only Singaporean to make this into the list of Forbes 30 under 30 europe in the art and culture category I'm glad and uh, flying the Singapore flag high overseas. That is brilliant. I'd love to dive a little bit into your culinary journey. Could you share with us a little bit about uh, Rina and why it's the only restaurant in Norway with uh, two Michelin stars uh, in the uh, Scandinavian Michelin Guide? What is the restaurant known for? Rena is the only two Michelin star restaurant in uh, Norway, in Stavanger. Opened back in 2009 with Spanerik Renault, and it was the first restaurant outside of Oslo, the capital of the country, to receive the Michelin star. And after a year in 2020, we received the second Michelin star, and we retained also in 2021. So Renault is special with the creative flavors, inspiring best product available from culinary region Rogaland in Norway. Mm-hmm. So it's only a 21-seater restaurant, our best produce from the sea, fjords, land and forest, to the guests to innovation, dishes and good flavors. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm just taking a look at some Norwegian food and it must be quite an interesting sort of cuisine to dive in. Tell me a little bit about what got you started, you know, in your journey as a chef. What inspired you to be a chef? I mean, I started my culinary career when I was 13, actually, under the teacher's recommendation back in cooking competition in secondary school. Mm. So uh, I won my first goal when I was 13. So one of the jury was Chef Jimmy Chop, who spotted me out and gave me an opportunity of a lifetime to actually go to his restaurant to visit as a kitchen tour for one day. Once I've been there, after a day, you know, I fell in love with it and I continued this career. Right. Would you say that that chef is uh, the biggest influence on your career or do you have a particular chef that you admire? I mean, of course, the current owner of Renault, Scanner mm. Renault, is uh, one of them. He gave me the opportunity to come to Norway back in uh, when I was 21 years old. After eight years, you know, I'm back with him as his executive chef and they're competing for Bookstore once again. And of course, one more chef is Chef Jimmy Chok, who actually supported and trained me when I was young. Mm-hmm. What was it like, you know, flying all the way to Norway? What were your parents' reaction back then? Uh, I'm quite curious about that. I mean, they were surprised, of course, <laughs> but they know that I, I need to achieve something and to explore myself out to the world. So they are very supportive with this after one day. So yeah. it's, uh, I'm privileged to say that. So I have supportive parents. Well, that's that's a fantastic statement to be able to make. It's it's so wonderful. Chef Matthew, I'm curious about, you know, in your job, what would you consider the most challenging aspect? I mean, the most challenging thing for me, of course, is the time and the precision. And there's many obstacles that you need to face uh, in this uh, career. 
and consistency every day in the kitchen is tough. So this is something that I think is the biggest obstacle. But once you get into your your base, you'll be used to it as well. Mm. I always consider people in FMB or, or or chefs, you know, people who prepare dishes. They're the ones who really need to connect with people, to understand people, and read people. What would you say are the main differences between the way people dine in Singapore versus the way people dine in Norway? To be honest, the way people die in Norway and Singapore is pretty similar. Okay. Uh, even around the world, almost the same. You know, we, we love food, we love eating. You know, Singaporeans can't live without their rice. The Norwegian can't live without their bread, fermented <laughs> fish and stuff. So it's uh, rather than a culture shock, I'm amused of how much fish salmon people in Norway eat, you know. So yeah, by grilling, smoking and stuff. So it's, uh, it's interesting. Mm, okay, we have to talk about the food then. I mean, I'm looking at some Norwegian food. I can't pronounce any of this in, in Norwegian, but I see things like muffin and cabbage, stew, meatballs, sour cream porridge, uh, potato dumpling. Uh, tell me a bit about Norwegian food. There's so much heritage in, in Norwegian cuisine mm. because uh, it brings back uh, back in the Viking days, you know, fermentation <laughs> of fish. There's uh, rock fish, you know, it's uh, been there for almost a year inside the water. Or you have the looter fish, it looks transparent, they, they soak it in the alkaline water. So there's so much heritage uh, back then. So they are still practicing it to date. Uh, they are still having a festival of a uh, specific product. Or even Christmas, you know, there's specific days to eat this specific uh, food. Ah, it doesn't sound that much different from here in Singapore where we just love celebrating food. What are your thoughts on, you know, ha- having seen overseas, what are your thoughts on Singapore's food culture in terms of, are we doing enough to elevate it, to make more awareness of it? I mean, Singapore food culture is very diverse and compared to a lot of variety influenced by four different races. Mm. It's, it's fantastic for me because uh, as a chef, you know, Singapore is one place that actually, when you go, you can actually taste any kind of cuisine uh, around the world in, in one city by itself. So I think uh, if a chef continues to grow uh, in Singapore and, and more people coming over to Singapore to showcase this, I think it's a fantastic day. So uh, keep going, Singapore. <laughs> what would you say, you know, in spite of the fact that, that you say keep going, Singapore, a lot of people, you know, trying to pursue their own passions here in Singapore. If someone were to come up to you and say, I want to pursue my passion overseas, what advice, the one advice you would give to them? Work hard. You know, and uh, stay driven. The working environment is extremely highly competitive for me. So only the, the strong-minded uh, people would have withstand the hardship. So there's never easy uh, things going. Stay very disciplined and then have consistency or whatever you do. So discipline brings consistency and then you will actually pursue your career overseas. Would you say like, you know, this? And you talk about discipline, consistency, these are things that the Michelin man will be looking out for whenever he goes around to the restaurants, he or she. Would you say that highest level, the Michelin Guide, has had the biggest influence on your career milestones? Am I assuming that? Yes, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's uh, not only by cooking, you know, it's uh, your own personal life for me as well. Mm. When I moved to Norway at 21 years old, I have this mindset in the head. I come here all the way to work and to achieve great stuff. So there's no playing, there's no drinking, there's no nothing. After work, go home right away, focus, be better than the next day. So... You know, so no partying for four years, six years, you know, so you have this mentality in the head and uh, you, will, you will actually have the routine in your body to achieve excellence. I wish I had met you when I was younger, uh, although I am older than you. I would have learned or I would have been reminded of that discipline. It's something that when we're young, we take for granted, you know. Exactly. Yeah, who in your life has influenced you to always remember that discipline? 
of course my parents you know oh, uh, my, my dad is uh, he, he's a man that is very very disciplined so when I traveled to overseas the first time I was 21 he told me at the airport Matt you, you go there to work don't fool around and make it come back with a result you know so I always have this in the head so whenever time I want to go out for party or I want to go out for, for something exotic to, to play you know to have fun I think that uh, what's the purpose of coming here so I'll say okay stay at home do something more productive, you know, uh, to improve yourself, the discipline. Always, always discipline. It's very important for me. Well, that's fantastic. We have your father, Mr. Leon, to thank for that inspiring piece of advice today. Just a final couple of questions. What is in your future plans? What's your next milestone you're after? Of course, competing in Pukistan in uh, 2024, 2025 mm-hmm. to show Singapore into the world map again. So I did it in 21. Okay. But my aim, of course, is to win the Pukistan one more time All right. and uh, to have the Michelin star and Michelin guide in my restaurant and be the youngest to win the third Michelin star I'm definitely going to be rooting for you Matthew and just a final question right now right now in this moment what Singaporean dish are you missing the most? <laughs> oh for me uh, many I can say you know, uh, first of all it's the chili crab uh, my number one favourite and all the hawker food and oyster omelette I love it so I'm always missing this uh, everywhere when I travel around the world Hey you come back to town we'll go out and go get some of that thank you so much for taking the time Matthew Leong Executive Chef Chef at 2 Michelin Star Restaurant Rena Matthew thank you for your time again take care and have a great day ahead thank you very much yes thank you so much and have a great day To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.